Do you identify as an awkward person? So they, uh, this is the time when, like, uh... I'm here to tell an awkward story, right? Welcome to the Awkward Show by Bandit Theater. Bandit Theater is Seattle's home of long-form improv. I'm Chris Carter, and I have the pleasure of directing and hosting this show. And that means I get to talk to the guests. And this week, we've got two great guests. John Michael Jennings is joining us from Bandit's Gramworthy. And Hannah Monson from The Reader. Two fantastic performers sharing hilarious stories. Today we're going to hear John Michael's Let's Get Into It. John Michael Jennings and Hannah Monson, welcome to The Awkward Show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Uh, Excited to have you both. Let's uh, have you introduce yourselves. Uh, John Michael, will you start? Cool, yeah. I'm John Michael Jennings. I perform with Gramworthy with Bandit Theater. I've been in the Bandit world for a few years now. Really love it. I'm glad to be here today. You were in the first Bandit uh, online workshop that I did in during COVID. And I, I think in every workshop online that I did during COVID um, is yeah, how I first a, met you. Yeah. Uh, improv definitely kept me sane over COVID. That was kind of my, <laughs> that was my version of the sourdough starter, I would say. <laughs> I had a little sourdough starter. I, f- I found the process of the discard super depressing. Like you just throw out like three quarters of it or whatever every day to feed it or every couple of days to feed it. And so there's ways you can use that. And so I found myself like making a bunch of waffles and stuff with all the sourdough discard. But it's a lot of work. Uh, it felt like work and waste and just, yeah, I was making more waffles than I, I needed to. Surplus waffles for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah, please introduce yourself. Hi, yeah. My name is Hannah Monson. I play on The Reader with Bandit. It's a blast. Very fun show. I, show. I, I love a good waffle. I do not have a waffle iron. That's, I think, all the important stuff about me. Does your family uh, exchange gifts in December? Yes. Uh, you should put it on your list, man. A good waffle iron's a nice thing to have. <laughs> I mean, are you still getting rid of sourdough starter? <laughs> I'm not, no. <laughs> okay, so then I don't, it sounds like I don't even have anything to make waffles out of. Sweet. Well, uh, it's great to have you both here. Thank you for agreeing to come on and and share uh, a little something. Can I take a moment to introduce the cast of The Awkward Show? I'm Mark. Hi. Hi, I'm Sarah Kylie. Hello, I'm Jeffrey Nichols. Don Michael, you're going to start today and tell us your story, yeah? Sounds good. Okay. So my story today is about the time that I got fired from the Walt Disney World. Yeah. After working there for like two months. <laughs> so short tenure. Short short lived tenure at Disney. I did work at Universal after that and made it a whole year until I moved out to Seattle. So I'd say that was a little redemption, but was your time at Disney on your resume when you went to work for Universal? I chose to leave that off. Okay. I was wondering <laughs> right. I was wondering if they would be like psyched that you only did two months there. I feel like I probably could have explained the situation a bit, but but that's what you're about to do. <laughs> since then. Exactly. Yeah. You'll hear the, I still maintain that. I mean, you'll hear it was, is a complicated process. 
yeah, I got the job at Disney, like, right after I graduated college with a bachelor's in psychology. So, basically, new grad school was the next step, but I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go. Felt like I needed a little break from education for a second. So, I was like, working at Disney sounds fun. I live in Orlando. That's what people do. Um, So, I got the job. I got assigned to work at Splash Mountain. Um, I was excited to work at the Magic Kingdom because I'd heard about the tunnels underneath it, which will come into the story towards the end. Um, Basically, you walk through the tunnels underneath because you're in your costume for your themed area, right? And they don't want someone who is like me, who is wearing, you know, decked out in gingham to be walking through Tomorrowland or Fantasyland because that throws off the whole thing. So... That's one of the purposes of them having the tunnels that I got to. I'd say explore, but really just walk through. I had never thought about the rationale. (laughs) I'd understood that like all the trash kind of goes away through the underground or something. But but yeah, Yeah. totally. I can imagine you don't want yeah your themes uh, crossing over. Sure. Yeah. Worlds colliding. Yeah, very true. I was working at Splash Mountain. It was fine. Ups and downs, you know, um, working at a theme park can be interesting, but it can also be super stressful. This particular day where kind of my first issue leading to the firing arose, um, at that time I was working at the like dispatch station. So basically three people at dispatch, they hit the button in sequence to send the send the logs off on the ride. And so what, I was at the middle mean? one. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I see. That's what you mean. Yeah. It was little like consoles and you hit the like dispatch button one after the other. And then once they're all off, it sends the three logs onto the ride. So I was at the middle one and there's some commotion happening right behind me. And so I'm like, what's going on? Trying to figure out if there's anything I need to do to respond to the situation. But it's also like right behind me and I don't want to lose sight of what I'm looking at, what I'm supposed to be looking at. Which is, is that, are you watching a monitor or are you watching what's actually It's like happening? another person. So there's three, cause I was at the middle one. So there's the first dispatch person and they like hit their buttons. And I think they'd give like a thumbs up when they'd hit theirs. And then I'd hit mine and give a thumbs up and it would, then the third person would do it and it would send it off. So there's the commotion happening. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And then all of a sudden my coworker who was working at the unload position, which is literally just, they make sure everybody gets out of the logs. Okay. And sends off on the ride runs up to my console and hits the emergency stop button. That's the last button that they want to be hitting. There's three stop buttons for splash mountain. First one is the station stop. That would have been the ideal situation because it just stops the motion of the logs in the station. It just stops the like conveyor belt, whatever thing in the station that sends them off. Another one that would have been fine was the ride stop. That just stops like ride motion. So like any of the like lifts or whatever, it'll just pause that. What this coworker hit was the emergency stop. The only times you want to hit that button is like literally if someone like falls in the water on Splash Mountain or like there's this one really dangerous area that if they got off the ride there, we'd have to hit it because it's like at the end of the big drop, basically. Even other places where people get off the ride, if they're just like being mischievous and want to say hi to the animatronics, like you'd still most of the time hit the ride stop. Because what the e-stop does, the emergency stop, it shuts the power off for the entire ride. It's like a full power stoppage. You have to evacuate everybody off the ride, reset it. So it's like a probably 
easily an hour process by the time you evacuate people. Then you have to go up into different parts of the ride. People are at different stations and like resetting the ride. So it's a big, a big deal. And so that happens. This coworker hits the button, looks at me and is like, well, that happened. And I'm just like, I'm standing there. I'm like, oh my God, like, this is like, what is going on? And then like a manager comes up and is like, hey, we got to like evacuate people. Come on. What are you doing? Get the show on the road. And so we have to go through that whole process. We evacuate people. We reset the ride. It's a long process. And then because there was like an incident, people are getting interviewed of like what happened. Right. And so when it's my turn to talk, I'm explaining what happened. But as a naive 22 year old, I was like, I don't want to be a a snitch. So I'm going to say I don't remember the person's name who did it. Big mistake. (laughs) Her name was Brittany. I'm going to say it now. Brittany, if you're (laughs) listening, I know it was you. But I didn't want to say. And understandably, like most of the other people, they knew it happened at my dispatch station. They're like, oh, like John Michael must have done it. Brittany, I'm assuming, decided to say it was me. And so basically the response from management was like, we can't prove that you did it because there's not cameras in the station, but we strongly believe you did and like, don't appreciate lying. It's like not a good value at Disney. You're on very thin ice. So that wasn't the, that was the big catalyst for the firing, but that wasn't the official firing. Had Brittany done your job? Should Yeah. So we, we rotate, we would rotate through positions throughout the day. So she was probably doing that same job later in that in that day. So she 100% knew the consequences of, of hitting the e-stop. I, yeah, I think what happened is she probably kind of panicked. And like, I think that was the closest stop button to her. And so she just panicked and hit the button. And then I was like, well, that was not the right button to hit. <laughs> but she shouldn't have been hitting any buttons because no. she wasn't doing the position. She was definitely in the wrong in that situation. But anyway, so. But but you didn't snitch, so. I didn't snitch, and so. <laughs> the the Magic know. Kingdom Omerta is uh, intact for you. <laughs> yeah. So then I was just on thin ice, you know, under kind of under a microscope. I At that point, this is, I guess, the one big thing that I would say I will take responsibility for. I called in a couple of times. Normally not a big deal. Like you have a certain number of times that you can call in with Disney and it's like generally not an issue. I like calling because like friends wanted to hang out. It was summer, you know, I just graduated college. Sometimes I didn't want to go to work. So after a few (laughs) call-ins, another manager brings me into the office and this is not hyperbole. He literally said, we're drawing a line in the sand. I remember that because it's such a corny thing to say. He's like, we're drawing a line in the sand. If like you're late, one time, if you call in one more time, basically, like, you're done. So I'm like, okay. At that point, I was like, I definitely want a different job, but I also need to continue making money. So, like, I've got to, you know, try to stick with it until I can find something different. So I'm I'm being a well-behaved cast member of the Walt Disney World Company until on July 3rd, I'm driving into work and I get a flat tire. On the highway, I, I, I'm able to get off to a like gas station or service station. And like I had I had a spare donut. So I'm like changing it. I call the like there's a call in line um, or like a, a line to call if you're late. And I'm like, please let my ride know like I got a flat tire doing everything I can. I'll be there as soon as I can. I end up getting there. I'm like 45 minutes late. As soon as I get there, I tell like the, the like shift lead. I'm like, hey, 
please let them know. Cause I'm like, they said, if, if I'm late, I'm getting fired. So I'm like, this could, this could be it for me. So I worked that day. I worked the next day, 4th of July, which at Disney consistently is a day, maybe the only day that the park actually hits capacity. So they're having to like turn people away from the magic kingdom at the gates, basically like saying, Hey, sorry, we're full. On America's um, so, birthday, they turn people away. <laughs> well, it's it's it was full. Everybody wants to spend spend America's birthday at Disney, I guess. So, of course, they have me work the busiest day. I go in the next day, work for about an hour, and get called in the manager's office. I'm like, okay, it's happening, right? The man, another manager. For some reason, it was always a different manager. Three different. Man- I had these conversations with three different managers. Wow. And basically, the guy's like, I don't know if there's stuff going on in your personal life or what's going on, but like, obviously, this isn't a good time for you to be working here. He was like, There's a probation period, but you're welcome to reapply in the future. So like, you can actually work at Disney again after you've gotten fired if it under certain circumstances. I didn't, um, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I kind of saw it coming. The real awkward part was when I had to be escorted out of the park, you know, cause it's Disney basically escorted all the way to the employee entrance where I had to hop on a little shuttle and take the shuttle to the parking lot where the employee parking lot where my car was. So part of the way you go on like a golf cart and then we go through the, the utilidor tunnels that I was talking about earlier. While we're walking through the tunnels, this manager is telling me fun facts about Walt Disney World. <laughs> He's just spouting off these. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't say it, maybe would at this point, but when I was younger, I was, in case you can't tell, a very like people pleaser kind of kind of guy. <laughs> so I was just, you know, thinking to myself, but I'm thinking like, why on earth would I want to hear fun facts about Disney after you just <laughs> fired me? Like that's the last thing on my mind right now. So we walk through, he escorts me out. He's like, okay, I need your like employee ID, but you can keep your name tag kind of as like a souvenir, I guess. Once again, really weird energy. <laughs> and that essentially ended my tenure with the Walt Disney World Company. So Wow. I mean, it, yeah. it sounds like with all these different managers talking to you about this, like it really feels like it's the institution itself that is against you that was uh, judging you for this and that it was there was kind of no human element to it. So like this guy's behavior is just like, well, I might as well connect with this dude. <laughs> like right uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it, i mean did had you talked to this manager much prior to that no i mean not a ton not really yeah. maybe a little bit in a management capacity but like i wonder if he, if that person was just trying to like make small talk or like be show like a human side or something but like all they really care about is disney and so that's all they have to talk about yeah no that's i mean when you're in management at disney like you're in that world I mean, I guess it's also possible that the corporate handbook says, as you're as you're escorting the employee from the building, here is a list of fun facts you can share. <laughs> <laughs> that's I hadn't thought about that, but that's a possibility too. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, wild. Well, let's get into it. Thank you so much for that story, John Michael. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Disney employees, circle up. Look, we've been trapped in this, uh, in the Magical Kingdom lockdown dome for three days. And what I want to know is which of you employees hit the emergency lockdown button? We're going to find out. I know it was one of you here that trapped us inside of the Magical Kingdom with nothing to eat but churros and funnel cakes for three days. Who was sorry, it? Sir, sir, sorry, sir. Don't you think that maybe we should be focusing on finding a water source or, or, or calling for help rather than focusing on whose fault it is at this, this point? dome is impenetrable. Their help won't come for weeks as they try to laser drill through it. This was designed to withstand anything Ron DeSantis could throw at us. Oh my god. I don't know. You just seem really focused on laying blame. That's one of the core values of Disney. Laying blame and finding the liars. We hate liars at Disney, okay? And one of you is my little Pinocchio, and I'm gonna snap your beak right off. Oh my god. Um, Yeah. It's the funnel cakes. Yeah, go ahead. Mr. Bossman, I I just took inventory and we only have enough churros and funnel cakes to last us another two days. And then we're going to run out of food. Uh, Run out of food unless we find the liar. What? And set their pants on fire. Um, boss, uh, can I take the, the giant Woody from Toy Story head off yet? I, I know you say we're not allowed to be seen outside of costume, but it's just us in the giant dome containing the Magic Kingdom. You I, don't just know that. Off? There could be a, a, part, a guest somewhere in the shadows that we haven't found yet, okay? You keep that well, on it, until we're out of here. You're on the clock still, buddy. Uh, I'm getting paid for this? Uh, yeah, time and a half, if you'll believe it. Oh. Oh. Nice. Yeah. But you're saying there could be a guest here who's also trapped? I just don't think that if there was a guest here who was trapped, they'd be very concerned with seeing one of us out of costume. Like, again, I think no, we can't the emergency break the situation immersion. is... We're, oh, in, okay. we're in the Toy Story land. Imagine if somebody came into the Toy Story land and saw the wrong costumed person on. Right. I know the rules are the most important part to you. I, I understand I, that. Yeah, well, it would shatter their dreams. Can I, I speak freely for a second? Uh, as long as you keep the head on. Okay. I, I just think it's 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 really fucked up that you just locked that person in the tunnels who was dressed up as Aladdin just because they didn't match the theme. Like, yeah. we don't know if they're okay. They're probably dead now. No, I'm sure they're okay. They're probably dead. It's been days. I mean, there's rats and sewer water down there. Look, we're getting yeah. off topic. One of you is a liar. It was me. I, I, I did what? it. No. No, I hit you, the stop button. You, Sarah, no, you're my star employee. This can't be right. I was sure it was Mark. No. What? No. No, it wasn't Mark. Spare Mark. It's me. Take me instead. Are you sure no, Mark's don't. got the big slacker energy? I totally thought he was stoned and did this. I, I, I honestly have... I'm really struggling with how not stoned I am after three days in here, but I was so stoned that I was pretty sure I did it. Are you sure you did it, Sarah? No, I... It it was me. I'm the liar. I'm well, the liar liar whose pants should be set on fire. Wait, before we set Sarah's pants on fire, yeah. I gotta come clean. Uh-huh. I think it might have been me. What, what what are you talking what? about? I don't know. I don't what? remember. I just have a sugar high that's been going on for days. Wait. And I think it could have been me. There's a chance. I don't know. Oh my god. Uh I, I see it now. I, I remember it was. Oh no, it was me. 
I hit what? the button. I'm the big liar. <gasps> you know what? It's okay. I don't think anyone's pants need to be set on fire. I think no. they're all really no. just like delusional and tired. No, no, no. We're in the Toy uh, Story uh, land. No, Grab no, the mag- no, giant yeah. magnifying glass. We need to light no. my pants on fire. <laughs> Let him. No. Let him. It's the I Disney way. It. He's not going to drop this. Okay. Okay, fine. 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 I'll hold the glass. I was brought into this. Yeah, go ahead. I have some final words before I die, but you can go first, I guess. Are you sure there's no exits? Um, pretty sure. I don't know. We haven't really looked. I mean, we haven't really left Andy's bedroom in three days. Yeah, you said we couldn't just in case there's a guest. You wouldn't want them to see us out of context. Yeah. The boss, Um, after, after you burn up in a fiery blaze. Yeah. Then what happens to the rest of us? Eat my body. Eat of my flesh. But toys don't eat. Look, Joey, we had a beautiful relationship. We did. And I think the way that I would like to frame this breakup is that it's not like a permanent you're off the table kind of thing. I guess I just want us to go through like a probation period, Joey, you know, and I'm probably going to see other people and probably going to backfill your position as my boyfriend, you know, but I think somewhere down the line, if this is something you'd want to try again, I'm open to it. So are you breaking up with me? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is over. This is over. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm going to go on and date other people. You can do whatever you need to do. And down the line, if this is something you want to try again, I'm not closed off to the possibility, you know? So you're breaking so you're breaking up with me. Yeah, I 100%. I do not want to date you, Joey. You were a terrible boyfriend. You made a lot of mistakes. This is over. Okay. So you broke up with me. Yes. And now but that you we're still up, might want to do it. I, I just think let's take some time and then let's see if maybe we could be a good fit, you know? I'm sorry. I, I'm really bad at listening. I don't think I understand anything about what you're saying. You want to break up with me, but you don't want to break up with me. No, but no, you want no. to break up with me. Joey, you're so bad at listening. This is part of the reason why we have to break up. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. This relationship is over. You were horrible to me and I deserve better. Okay. Yeah. And I think after a little bit of time, we should reconsider and see if we could be a good fit for each other. So when you say the word horrible, yeah. See, I'm listening now. That sounds like you probably wouldn't ever want to date me again. I but mean, when you, you say you might some... want to date me again in the future, it makes me think that you might want to date me again. So I'm just like, I feel like I'm not understanding what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I've definitely gotten this feedback before from previous boyfriends. No, no. I think what I'm saying is like, you're a horrible boyfriend. I've... Uh, it, it, it's knock, it's knock. just. Oh, oh, knock, knock. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Um, it's mom. I, I, I heard downstairs that you two are breaking up and that just breaks my heart. You two are such a cute couple, but I did go ahead and draft some severance paperwork. Thank you, mom. Oh, this is so much yeah, better and- than, than my last breakup with, with Johnny. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the paperwork ready to go. It was really the legal awkward. battle was a mess. It really put our family in a compromised position and really opened a litigation. Mm-hmm. You don't realize how mixed of a message it is for you to introduce me to your parents and then immediately go to your bedroom to break up with me. Mom, it's just everything cute? about this is so confusing. And Joey, it does mean a lot that you got to meet my mother. I mean, she is my rock. So I appreciate it. 
but I'm yeah, no one's trying to be the bad guy. No one's trying to be the bad guy here. It's just sometimes these things don't work out. Sometimes it's just not a good time. And, you know, maybe with a little probation period, we could revisit this uh, relationship and maybe come back with negotiated terms. But for now, I am going to have to have you uh, initial on every line. Uh, it's only four pages, so it shouldn't take too long. Okay, I'll, I'll come back and collect it later. Good luck. Thanks, Mom. Look, I've been broken up with a lot before. Like, I know I'm an awful boyfriend. I've heard that this exact same thing a few dozen times. None of them have involved paperwork. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, it's very informal. Okay, so it, you it, really, it's, it's, you do a lot of casual it's usually dating, just, you would say. They stop texting me for a few months, and then when I don't stop texting them all the time, they tell me that I've been horrible to them, and then I get the message. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Oh, Interesting. Well, yeah, I like to have um, a formal process here just to protect myself and to protect you, really. You know, I like to make sure we're all on the same page. We have all the terms laid out. I just don't want any ambiguity, you know? You know what? I can appreciate that. I think I think you might have been a really good girlfriend, like giving me way too many chances and like really <laughs> communicating clearly. Very clearly. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm feeling like maybe I should reapply later. It, it just kind of makes me feel like you didn't read the contract that I gave you on our first date, you know? I mean, that was a really long text. <laughs> like, I scrolled through it. Joan of Arc, you have been tried for your crimes, and you're now going to be burned at the stake as we tie you up, Joan of Arc. Yes. We will tell you fun facts about fire. Uh, what? We will tell you fun facts about fire as we burn you at the stake. <laughs> no, this is disgusting. I am the pride and the blood of God and the French, and I will die with a noble death. Don't whisper trivia into my ear as I burn. We must... Ensure that you know your enemy well, and also that you have a bit of whimsy. I No, I'm a very serious person, and I'm martyring myself for my people. Please don't <laughs> make this weird. Hogarth, I brought yes. the kindling. Shall I light it? Ah, uh, yes. Begin to form kindling around the feet of this woman who has betrayed us. Joan of Arc. Kindling is like little twigs that you use to start a fire. Oh my God, I know what kindling is. I thought you were actually going to tell me a fun fact. This is like so basic. It no. starts with the letter K. Oh, I, I have the letter G. I have things to say, okay? No, this is my moment. I'm being martyred. Stop trying to upstage me with fun fire facts. Uh, I'm just going to be dousing all the kindling and a little bit of your legs with this uh, this oil here, just so you know it came from a dead whale, and it's very flammable. It was huh. kill killed out in the Atlantic. Oh, that's interesting. No, no, wait, no, 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 that's not interesting. That's not a fun fact. That's a boring fact. Now, look, God put me on a mission of vengeance and liberation for my people. Wait, from a whale, you said? Yeah. How does that work? Whale oil is very flammable. Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Wait, and what no, no, no. sounds do whales make? Uh, I I don't know. I've I'm oh. really. 
I heard they sound like that too. I've never heard a whale, but I've never heard a whale. You know, I've heard sailors imitate whales, and that it sounds a lot like that. I thought they did. See, I always heard it was more of a. There's more than one type of whale. There are at least three that we know of. Oh, that is really in fact. I didn't know that. Are they all part? Are they all the part of the same? I, no, stop it! Stop it! Why are you burning me alive anyway? Light the flame! Ow! Oh, ah, it's so hot! Ouch! Ah, the my two people. main ways to start a fire are by setting the logs as a teepee or a log cabin. What's the difference? Ow! Ow! Oh, ouch! I think just aesthetic. Uh, really? There's nothing like, oh, no, forget it. Everybody witness upon me the, the glory of France and, and God. Uh, Any uh, last questions, Joan of Arc? Any last questions about the world? <laughs> Fire or whales, preferably. I guess. Preferably. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I get, did, does anybody know what Italy's like? I've always wanted to go. It's beautiful. Ground control the Space Mountain. Ground control the Space Mountain. We will be taking takeoff launch in T minus 15 seconds. Um, did that uh, voiceover announcement on the PA say till launch? I thought this was just like a boat ride. Launching from the control center in Cape Canaveral out to space. What? Wait, Mountain. Cape Canaveral? I thought... In T minus 10 seconds. Are all astronauts buckled and prepared for takeoff? Dude, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I just want to go on a, on a fun exhilarating water ride. The, 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 this is a log. This doesn't look like a spaceship. Oh, honey, it's a family vacation. It's so special that we get to go to Disneyland <laughs> and they're launching us into space. I don't, don't want to go to Honey, I don't want to go to space. What do you mean you don't want to go to space? What? And we're going to light the fuel. Let's get those fires going. Honey, honey, where did you get a a helmet? Oh, I I have a sense of adventure. You have a helmet? Where's my helmet? Hello? Oh, Oh, here's one. We see that Splash Mountain is rumbling as is each individual ride. The Matterhorn's rumbling. The Space Mountain's rumbling. All these things are rumbling in Disneyland as they begin to elevate off of the ground. Uh, 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 uh. And take off in three. No, two, three. What? One. We have liftoff, ah! everybody. <laughs> What's happening? We can't go to space. It's not meant for us. We're going. We see all of the all of the rides flying up out of Disneyland, reaching out of the atmosphere, and down over to Disneyland, a giant dome seals it shut. Uh what on earth was that? Another successful launch, everybody. Let's give yourselves a round of applause. That was thrilling. I'm not usually one to clap after landing, but wow. Uh, 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 uh. What's what's going on? Okay, can I give you some feedback? Please? Yeah, sure. You're really on our stressing me out. No, no, about the trip. You're really stressing me out. It seems like you don't have a sense of adventure. Like you're not willing to have a have a fun time. Honey, you know how I feel about space. It's not meant for humans. Right, I understand that, but we're on vacation. It's important to have a little sense of adventure, maybe even danger. Not space. No, no, no. Wait, what did you mean we have to get these humans back to Earth from Space Mountain? 
What? Wait. I thought they were staying there. What? Wait. Ooh. My my microphone is on. Oh crap! Your mic. Come back. Uh, we see a a, a, com- a computer readout inside uh, Splash Mountain that shows the 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 mountain's trajectory going directly into the sun. Oh what? no! The, the sun certainly isn't meant for us. We were never so meant nice to, to go there. Heat. So nice Ooh. to get some heat. It's for getting once. hotter and hotter. Oh, Ooh. I thought the humidity in Florida was bad enough. This is getting way too hot. All right. Once again, we have a mayday situation on our hands. Why does this keep happening, everybody? A mayday situation? Did that person a say mayday, mayday situation. situation? A mayday situation? How you thrilling. Sound, sir, you sound so excited. This is a bad thing. Oh, I am so excited. I think vacation is all about adventure and maybe even danger. No, 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 no. different from our lives in uh, Cleveland. Mayday is bad. Mayday is always bad. You know what? That's it. I cannot keep doing this. I quit. You guys are on your own. What do you mean my microphone is still on? They can't hear. Okay. You know what? Oh, no. That doesn't sound good at all. (laughs) Looks like somebody has to steer. I don't have any training. but uh, I don't have any training. Also, that person's going to try to find a job in a very tough job climate. That's what you're worried about. Love that. We we cut to uh, the ground control person trying to find a job somewhere else with that on their resume. So uh, you worked for NASA for a few years, and um, I'm seeing this last item is launched unsuspecting tourists directly into the sun. Can you dig a little deeper <laughs> on that and tell us why you think that makes you a good fit for Enterprise Rent-A-Car? To. Um, so this was a project I was working on towards the end of my time at NASA. We launched 30, 40 missions, maybe, all of them unsuccessful, um, depending on your metrics of success. I mean... They did all burn up in the sun's fiery glory, but... Yeah, I saw that on the news. Here's the thing. I like to facilitate adventures for people. I like to give people a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I think with Enterprise Rent-A-Car, I can do exactly that. You know, we can give people cars and launch them right into space, you know? The ride of their lives. Um, I was so with you there until you said launch them into space. That's not really what we do in Rent-A-Car they choose their destinations and drive them there themselves. It's kind of why they rent a car versus, I don't know, using public transit or taxis. We cut to the car rental. Okay, well, I've signed all the paperwork here, so that should be everything. So I just take the keys the keys and go? Yeah, yeah. Here, wait, let me make sure that you know where you're going. So oh, the thing sure. is, you're going to have to get your speed up for takeoff uh, if you want to oh. really overcome the force of gravity here. And then once you're up and out, you're going to have to get your speed up even more to break through the atmospheric barrier, okay? And then you're going to want to just go straight for, just follow the sun, really, you know? Follow the sun. Uh, I have to be honest with you. I'm just going on a little eat, pray, love road trip by myself. And follow the sun sounds really enchanting. It does. Mm -hmm. But you're kind of making it sound like like I'm a rocket ship or something. Yes, yes. You're going to get your speed up. We're going to get out of this, this, you know, little ozone <laughs> layer that we're in. You're going to have the adventure of your life. You're going to get a whole new perspective. Wow. You know, I did just go through a divorce. This is exactly what you need. The last customer I had, she had also actually just gone through a divorce, was just trying to recreate herself. And let me tell you, you know, she didn't, she never made it back to return the car, but I think she probably had a pretty good time. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Hannah, uh, look, we've gotten 
so many complaints, both from customers as well as um, uh, the prosecutor's office, because of all <laughs> the wrongful deaths attributed to your terrible advice. Not only that, but um, you've been like ripping open bags of milk in the break room that have been spilling everywhere, just like a bunch of outer space stuff that's really messing with the business. <laughs> so we're going to have to let you go. What do you mean, let me go? Fire I am keeping this business afloat single-handedly. You think people are trying to rent cars to stay in the same place? That makes no sense at all. We we look outside and see that the Enterprise parking lot has like three cars left in it uh, <laughs> since all the rest have been shot into the sun. Look, we have a sneaking suspicion that you left off time at NASA on your resume. And this happens to a lot of ex-NASA folks, which is why we really try to weed them out of the hiring process. No, no, no. In my in my interview here, remember, I talked all about my time at NASA. Oh, that must have been with the other hiring manager. I'm going to have a word with that person. Look, you've got to oh, leave space me. behind. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, There was a termination. I, I got a call on the walkie-talkie. I can take it from here. Yeah. Sir. Be careful with yeah. this one. Come with me. I'll walk oh. you down the hallway. I'll walk you outside. Um, <sighs> so sorry. This is the way things went. But um, did you know you can enjoy easy booking with thousands of airport and city locations near you at Enterprise Rent-A-Car? That was fantastic. Thank you again for that story, John Michael. Oh, for sure. It was fun hearing, hearing all the places it went. Such a treat. I guess a lot of people in Florida end up working at Disney, but yeah, it's really, really nice to have that story shared. Thank you. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Gramworthy has a show coming up. Plug Gramworthy has a show on the 22nd. Um, also, I'm co-directing a Tumbleweeds team. Come out to the Tumbleweeds shows. Super fun seeing up-and-coming improvisers do what they do best. Those three shows this summer, so... Yeah, great. Thank you once again, John Michael. And Hannah, thank you for playing in. That was super fun. Thanks for having me. That's our show. Thanks so much for listening to The Awkward Show. Bandit has shows this week. You can see our brand new ensembles the Tumbleweeds at the Rendezvous this Friday, July 14th. Then next week, July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, all of the Bandit main stage shows are coming to Del Ridge at the Youngstown Cultural Arts Center for free. That's right, you can get free tickets to all of the Bandit main stage shows on July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Check this all out at bandittheater.org. Look to our Instagram. Look at Facebook. Come and see us in Seattle. It's easier than ever over the next two weeks. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Next week on The Awkward Show. A little lesbian island in the middle of Massachusetts.